What it do? What's up? Thank you for being here once again. Thank you for watching Porn Loss. If you're new to this page, subscribe, like, share with a friend, share with a family. Let's get into the video. Today, I didn't have a topic, but today I just wanted to just relax and answer a few questions. Um, I posted on my Instagram page that, you know, I just wanted to do a Q&A. And you guys asked a lot of questions, so let's get into it, man. Let's let's answer a few questions um, that you guys asked. Uh, the first one is, what motivated you to start this podcast? Um, God, and God, and God uses God. God used what I was going through to push me to start this. And what I was going through, of course, is, you know, just um, masturbation. Um, man, masturbation, just watch porn and uh, just dealing with lust, you know. And God used what I was going through um, to make me, to to just inspire he inspired me to just start this podcast and i remember even before i started this podcast um i was talking to someone and i asked them and i said do you think i even do you think i should even start this podcast even though i'm still currently dealing with that sin and they told me yes it's okay to do that because as you're sharing your story as you're as you're sharing your story and just talking about this issue um it's actually going to not only help them but it will help you um so i was just like okay uh, let's just start it so to answer your question um what motivated me was my situation and god put together and god was like you know what you dealing with this go tell the world um, things that you've learned throughout this whole journey. Um, so yeah. And I just want to encourage somebody. If God tells you to do something, do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait just like I did. I waited two years. Um, he told me about this podcast two years ago and I waited and I was just like, I don't know. It was, it podcast was just not the plan. You feel me? So um, but yeah, it turned out to be amazing. People are being blessed. That's the goal. Um, that's the whole goal, man. I just want to just tell people that freedom is possible. Daily freedom, because every day is a fight. But as you're sticking closer to God, you go, you're just going to keep walking in freedom. Um, so yeah, next question. Next question advice to your younger self it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to be transparent it's okay to let people in but also be careful who you let in your space um you're not you're not what you're going through even though you're going through it you're not what you're going through young sterling and i think that's it i think that's what i would tell my younger self you're not what you're currently going through 
what you're currently doing, that's not who you're going to turn out to be. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm kind of going too fast for you guys, but, um, yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. What, I already answered this one. How has this podcast helped you within, or even, no, how had the, how has this podcast helped you within your own journey of overcoming addiction? Um, a lot of this those episodes that I that I've been doing, man, it's literally God that's ha- that that's been speaking. And like I said earlier, um, when I asked the uh, the person, I was just like a friend of mine. I was just like, "Yo, you think I should start this podcast, even though I'm currently dealing with this sin?" And their answer was all I needed because, you know, um, sometimes we feel we feel shame and guilt because I'm currently dealing with it. Um, Will I be a hypocrite for for just saying something that I'm not practicing, you know, or preaching something that I'm not practicing? And it's not that I'm not practicing it. It's just that, you know, I'm still struggling, you know, um. But just throughout those, you know, we're at what? Episode seven. And throughout this whole journey, man, the revelations that God's been giving me and the, the, it's been crazy. And that alone has been inspiring me. It's been shifting my view on addiction or just my view on sin. Just the revelations that he's been you know, showing me it's been a blessing. That alone, you know, it's been a blessing. Um, and also just seeing people, other people dealing with that same sin encourages you to just be better and just do better. And it just makes you feel like, you know, yo, I'm not alone in what I'm dealing with, you know, because the enemy wants you to believe that you're you're the only one that's you're the only freak, you know, that's dealing with this sin. You're just this freak. That that's thinking about booty, that's thinking about vagina, that's thinking about this, that's thinking of, you know what I'm saying? Nah, man, you're not the only one. A lot of other people are going through that same exact thing, you know, so um, this podcast has been a real blessing to me personally, um, because when I'm talking to you guys, I'm speaking to myself, so some things I say through this camera, I'd be in my mind, I'd be like, whoa, God, like, you know, so I'm also being blessed by this. Um, Hopefully that answered your question. Okay, let's go to question number three, I think. Do you think they provide safe spaces, resources for young, for youth and adults facing this in church? Facing this, I I think you're talking about pornography and then you know, just masturbation. Um, I don't think churches, a lot of churches don't do a good job with creating the space for a new generation, um, for this generation. Um, because a lot of times churches, the people inside of it, because church is just, you know, we're not talking about the building, but, you know, the people inside of it, they love to judge. You know, they love to judge. And I was watching a video um earlier today. Um, 
And the pastor was like, do not edit your testimony. Don't edit your testimony. Don't 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 sugarcoat your testimony, you know, because the, the new generation needs all the details. This new generation needs all the details. You know, you know you used to smoke at 19. You know you used to have sex before marriage. You know you used to masturbate too. You know you used to watch porn too, but you're trying to sugarcoat it, your testimony. You're trying to make it sound sweet for their ears. But nah, man, they want to hear it all because that's what's going to help them to grow. And I feel like, uh, you know, churches nowadays, they... I don't, you know, I don't really think a lot of churches created, creates the, create the space for our youth to be vulnerable. You know, that's why a lot of our young adults are still dealing with what they're dealing with because they don't feel like they can go to somebody for help, you know, so they, and they end up helping themselves and you can't help yourself, you know, only God can, can free you from addiction and, and and those things that you're dealing with but since no one wants to create a space for them to feel welcome they run away you know so i i don't i don't think um of course some churches create a space for us to be vulnerable and for us to you know just get healed but i don't think um i think a lot of churches are doing a a bad job um yeah that that's it i don't think a lot of churches are doing a good job with their youth because if they were the youth wouldn't you know and i know sometimes we we are stubborn you know even though the church creates a good space for us but we're stubborn and sometimes we just want to run away it's not because we don't have a space but you know the the force the addiction is so strong you know we don't seek the help so we stay in our whole we stay in what we're dealing with. But to answer your question, um, I think some churches have, you know, space, have a space where the youth and the the adults can share, you know, what they're going through. But I also think some churches don't don't create that space for people. Um, do um next question. Do you think this is talked about enough in church? No, like I said again, people nowadays are so judgmental. Um, um, yeah, I don't think it's talked about enough in church. I think sometimes even the word sex, sometimes they they they're so scared to to say it, <laughs> you know. Um, but when you got kids out here watching porn and and they know everything about porn and. They know everything about what you're hiding from them, you know? So I don't think I don't think um churches talk about it enough. Um Yeah, and that's where we come in. Um as n- this new generation, that's where we come in and we we try to help each other and stuff like that. Or even if your church is is not talking about that enough, you can you can um you can just go to them for 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 and and just let them know what they're not doing so yeah man yep that's it uh next question next question
Do you think porn affects your mind in a bad way? Of course. Of course. Porn affects not only your mind, but your your physical, just like just your body. Like porn affects everything. I think that was, I think I talked about that in episode two. Um, Porn affects the whole body, even, you know, scientifically proven, you know, when you masturbate and you, you know, when you watch porn and and you release and stuff like that, it, it just, it weakens the body, you know, so you know, just imagine what it's doing to your mind, um, you know, just imagine what it's doing to your mind, the more you watch it, the more you, you just can't get enough of it, your mind is going to keep telling you, hey, do more, do more, do more, do more, and then the more you do, just, uh, you, you become dead spiritually, you become dead physically, you know, you don't look the same, you don't, you know, um, you run away from social um, environments. You know, you just want to be alone. So porn, liter- you know, porn really do have a bad um, effect on the mind. So, yeah, there's more to it. But to answer your question, yes, yes. Porn affects your mind in a bad way. Um... Another question. Let's go. This person asks, "Did I already sin if I thought about doing the act that I know God doesn't want me to do? Did I already sin if I thought about doing the act?" Yeah. Once you're thinking about it, that's you entertaining the temptation. Once you're thinking about it, that's you entertaining the sin. Um. And you don't even have to act on it. As long as you think about if you think about it and you dwell on it and you entertain it, you already committed a sin. And and that's when a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people to understand. It's like um, a lot of people, man, they sin in so many like sin is in so many things, man. Like you can just think about booty you know, or thinking about this boy and you just imagine you having sex with them. Just thinking about it is a sin. So you don't even have to act on it. Just thinking about the thing, yes, it is a sin. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just, you know, just think about it and then they're just like, oh, well, I didn't do it, so I should be good. But nah, man, um, just thinking about it alone is a sin. And we have a lot to ask for forgiveness for. We have a lot to repent. Um, to repent. Um, so, yeah, just thinking about it is a sin. So, yeah. Another question. What should I do if my body gets tempted and I believe that I want it, but I know it's wrong? What should I do if my body gets tempted? What should I do if my body gets tempted and... And I and I feel like I want to do what my body's telling me to do, but I know it's wrong. What should I do? The first thing that comes to mind is speak the truth to the temptation, or whoever's tempting you. So when Jesus when Jesus was getting tempted, one thing that he did to overcome temptation was speaking the truth back to the person, which is Satan. 
So if Satan is telling me, go masturbate, go watch porn, um, I can say something like, nah, 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 I can't do that. My body is the temple of Christ. So I must stay holy for he's holy. You can say something like that because that's actually, I don't, I don't remember the scripture, but it says that in the Bible. You know, my body is the temple of Christ. Now, nah, I can't just do anything in my body with my body because this is where God dwells. This is where God wants to stay. And so I can't keep this, this space dirty um, because God have to stay in here. So I feel like if you're getting tempted and your body wants to do something, First, you know, know that you are in control. Your body is not in control. Take control of your body. You know, so, yeah. This person asks, how do you live, how do you leave habits from past trauma? How do you leave? How do you leave? How do you leave? There's a scripture in the Bible that says, cast all your burdens on me because I care for you. Thank you, Jesus. Cast all your burdens on me. Cast all your trauma problems or your past situations on me. Everything that's hunting you, everything that's walking behind you, everywhere you go, you can't just, you can't escape it. Cast it all on me because I care for you. Um, what this scripture is saying is that, you know, your past trauma does not define who you are as a person. Your past trauma does not define where you're going to be as a person. You know, your past trauma was just an experience or just something that happened. And, you know, it was bad. And, you know, I'm sorry, but you just have to move on as far as like seek God and allow God to handle your past so he can bring you into a new future. The Bible says my plans for you is not to harm you. You know, even though you went through this, and I'm so sorry you went through through this, but my plans for you is not to harm you, but to give you a good future. Um, Best way to get your mind right, I don't really understand that question, but I think I, I, think I can answer. Um, Best way to get your mind right, the Bible says, I think Romans, I don't remember. Um, But the Bible says, do not be transformed in, in, um, to this world to the way of the live to to how this world is living but be transforming your mind be not be do not be conformed into this world but be transformed by renewing your mind so i think the first step to get your mind right is to seek god and read the bible and pray more and see god's point of view in life and 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 just if you're dealing with your you being stressed or sad all the time and just worry, I think seeking God is 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 the way to get your mind right. It's the way to get your mind right. All right, next question. Um what do you get to what do you do to get your mind off of committing sin? What do I do? Sometimes I go work out. Sometimes I go for a walk. Sometimes I pray. Most times I try to pray because prayer is the number one thing you should do. Because if you if you if you just go for a walk or if you just go um work out, that's just going to help you temporarily. You know, because when once you get back in your room, the same sin is waiting for you. The same temptation is waiting for you. So I think you should always pray and fight back. 
like I said earlier, fight back by speaking the truth. Hey, nah, 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 I can't masturbate because God told me I am made new. Um, How did God communicate the idea for this podcast? Like I said earlier, um, through what I was going through, he used that um, for me to start this podcast. And now I'm doing this podcast. So with that being said, that was it. Um, I think we're going to get more questions in. If I get any more questions, I will answer them on my story. Um, but with that being said, thank you so much for watching. Um, if I didn't answer your question too well, let me know. Um, but thank you for watching. All right. I'll see you guys in the next episode.